22nd. Toby and TJ back with you. I'm at Brown O'Haver today, so John Whitson's here with us. The great Brown O'Haver, 405-735-5510. We have been uh, ignoring the text line for a while, so I want to uh, hear what you folks have to say about our bold predictions and whatever else is on your mind. But before we do that, did you guys see the story yesterday of... Uh, the New York Knicks suing one of their employees for leaking secrets to the Toronto Raptors. I did not see that, no. One of their, um, uh, well, his title was Director of Video Analytics and Player Development. Uh, Let me see what his name is. It's a difficult name to pronounce. I'm going to butcher it. Uh, Akichuku Azatam. He worked for the Knicks. From I take 20- that for my uh, my stomach problems. <laughs> he worked for the Knicks from 2020 to 2023. He sent the Raptors thousands of confidential files, including play frequency reports, a prep book for the 2022-23 season, video scouting files, opposition re- opposition research, and more. Um, I haven't found what the connection is with the Raptors yet. I was about to say, why was he helping them? Or, um, Raptors head coach played about ten unknown employees were listed as defendants, so they're suing the Raptors employees too, who accepted this information. But um, how about that? When you cross international lines, it starts to you know oh, you're looking at like that. espionage or. Something like that. That's pretty pretty sketchy. A straight-up traitor, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. This uh, is not going to help how paranoid coaches already are about everything in the world. So <laughs> you can't even trust your own New video York, coordinator. Yeah. yeah. And the crazy part about something like that is with, with as much access to information as coaches and organizations have about each other because of the Internet and video and, you know, analytics and things like that, the stuff that he's – peddling must be pretty legitimately you know, valuable valuable yeah right because right. i wonder he, what the raptors record has been against the knicks over that time span. well everybody's has been really good right yeah yeah toronto's had some good teams okay teach text line what do we got cooking uh knippelmeyer chevrolet text line this one says uh looky here skip got him another one he did 
Another one. Cade Dotson out of Gunter, Texas. I've never heard of Gunter. Do you know where that's at? He's uh, got no, it listed. but let me look it up. He's got it listed on his uh, social medias as Dallas, but I don't remember that being a name in the Dallas area. But the way it's growing out there, who knows in North Gunter, Texas. Gunter, Texas is north of Frisco, south of Sherman. Huh, okay. Uh, not far from uh, Salina, Pilot Point, kind of in that area. Six-foot uh, middle infielder, uh, mainly plays shortstop, it looks like, here. I've seen him listed two different uh, – I've seen him at six-foot 140, which would be very small and thin. Well, mm-hmm. tall, but thin. And then this one says six-foot 185 or six-two 185, so I don't know if he's grown. That's a different person. one report. <laughs> it's a different person. So, uh, But middle infielder uh, out of the 24 class, Caden Dotson. All right, name. very good. Take it. Uh, Sounds like a winner. Let's see what else we have here. Do you know what's better than a pimento cheese sandwich? Everything. A grilled pimento cheese sandwich, this uh, texter says. Never tried that before. That's been us. You know what brought all this up, John? You're aware of what – this is going to really trigger John. Are you aware of what brought up the whole pimento cheese discussion on the show? No, please. Please fill me in. Chick-fil-A is coming out with its first new chicken sandwich in nine years. I believe it's August 28th. It is the – oh, the door's being shut yep, now. Yep. Your employees have showed up, and we're being too loud. That's all right. <laughs> They'll get over it. Honey pepper – pimento cheese honey pepper chicken sandwich. Remember last time we were here, TJ, John had his rant against Chick-fil-A, and now the two have combined forces. I mean, this is – if this is an example of a, of a company desperately reaching for something to improve their menu, then mm-hmm. this is it. They realized, especially probably after that they're, countdown, they're having a hard time that they're having customers. a hard time competing with legitimate chicken establishments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> their drive-through lines look that way Struggling. every afternoon and evening. Yeah, and and yeah, so the pimento cheese is like, well, I guess we're going to target a market of people that have genius. zero taste buds, and we're going to go with that because that's really where we're at. So. I got to tell you, I mean, we're going into the SEC. Oh gosh, pimento cheese is the kind of thing you're going to have to start to embrace. Okay. This is a very no. much a southern food. There's going to be things I hold out on. You know, like grits. People love grits in the south. Uh-huh. If there's not sugar on my grits, don't even talk to me. Like, there's plenty of things in well, the south. Well, kiss my that, grits. Exactly. There's plenty of things in the south that I am not going to eat. You know what I mean? Uh, it's like when you go to an LSU home game, talk about tailgating. The stuff that they're cooking out in the parking lot, dude, it is not safe for consumption. You're, you're not a jambalaya no. Creole guy, none of that kind of stuff? Jambalaya is pretty good, but it's got – well, that's a whole different – but a lot of this, you know, the the uh, crawfish and all the things yeah. that you got to peel and all the stuff that's in a no boil. Good, no and, good? Oh, no bleh. good? That's <laughs> terrible. I don't think you need to go to Baton Rouge next year. Uh, Baton Rouge is an awesome trip. My parents lived in Baton Rouge for 20 years. Uh, they invented the drive through daiquiri, which was fantastic <laughs> when you were in your 20s. Not yeah. so cool anymore. But, uh, yeah, the drive through daiquiri. And those people are nuts, man. They're psych- however psychotic we think they are for uh-huh. football. They're more so. They're more so. They, yeah. are, they are insane people mm-hmm. that have no concept of reality. Yet, you know, they're just uh, – they're, and it's a different breed down there. So like, I would argue they know how to eat, though. I'm but, a big fan of Cajun food. Well, you know what's so funny is all their other food is really good, too, right? Because they season everything so heavily. So, like, yeah. Mexican food – just tastes different because it's seasoned it's so heavily. Seasoning on it. Yeah, Italian. You know, it's just like, wow, what is this kicking it? Oh, well, that's Creole seasoning. You know, we're like, oh, well, this is amazing. Again, though, something that if you tried back at home, you're like, well, oh, this really wasn't as good as it was mm-hmm. when I was in Louisiana. But 
Anyway. All right, Teach, what else you got? Pimento cheese makes me want to puke, especially at 7.30 a.m. Y'all nasty. Anybody have any comments on the OU football, the very <laughs> in-depth OU football yes, discussion yes, that we had today on the show? John right. is out in left field. Two 1,000-yard rushers plus two 10-plus TDs at wide receiver. Never has happened in OU history. <laughs> There's but, a first time for everything. Well, what a year that would be. What are we talking about here? Are what we gonna, a year that Are we going to try to be aspirational, or are we going to sit back here and take the status quo? I like it. I want to have a – have you seen our are schedule? Are you in left field? Have you seen our schedule? I've seen it, yeah. Our schedule's terrible. If there's ever going to be a season where we have two 1,100-yard rushers and two receivers with double-digit touchdowns, it would be this year. If we're talking about the talent level we've increased uh-huh. and the second year in Brent Venable's system and a five- or six-year – Returning quarterback, this is the year to accomplish the unaccomplishable. So get it. over yourself. Get over get yourself, Get fired people. up. And, I mean, you sound like – whoever just texted in sounds like TJ when you ask, how's the season going to go? Okay. Eh, it'll be fine. Yeah. We'll go 9-3. and three. No. We got to – this has to be the year. Has to be the year. All right. I like it. Bold prediction. We win one we're not supposed to. Texas in the Big 12 championship – we lose one. We are not supposed to. BYU. Okay, that could happen. Okay. That could happen. Yeah, I mean that. The BYU game is tricky. So, um, uh, frat bro, Mark, are you saying they have a one-loss Big Twelve championship season? They lose to BYU, beat Texas in the Big Twelve title. That means they've beat Texas twice. Yeah, I would think you would have to beat Texas in the regular right. season, probably. To get to the Big 12 championship I don't game think if you're so. losing to BYU. Oh, you if it, you're losing – well, but last year, K-State had two or three losses in conference. Um, I guess it's possible. We do have more teams this year. You've got more teams, and, um, you know, I don't – I mean, we'll see if a TCU emerges. People love the, the, KS, the Kansas State pick seems to be, um, you know, the trendy pick right now. But I think you could get in with two losses, especially if Maybe. they happen to be against Texas. You know, if one of them is against Texas – if you lose to somebody stupid and then beat, you know, and then the tiebreakers shake out weird. Yeah. Potentially. Potentially. The the trips to BYU and Cincinnati will be fascinating. Not only are they fun trips because we've never been there, but, like, these will be the biggest games for those two schools in their stadium, for Cincinnati probably ever, and I don't know, maybe Ohio State went there once upon a time. But – for BYU in a long, long time. I mean, it is. this is going to be shut down the city, unbelievable events for these schools oh. to have the Oklahoma Sooners coming to town. I think BYU is better than Cincinnati probably this year, so I think that's probably the tougher game. But both of them are, are trap games. I mean, they are. you're going into hornet's nests, uh, and they only get one shot at us, you know? Uh, so... I th- I think Oklahoma should win both those games and will be favored to do so, but it it's not a layup. I'm going to need you guys to give me your cure for the flu. That's right. I have the flu in the middle oh, of boy. August. What in the blank is going on? That's from the weatherman. <laughs> boy, that sounds terrible. Um is are do you do you starve or eat your way out of the flu? I can't remember. What are you supposed to do? Starve to the flu? a cold Feed, feed the, the flu. flu. Feed the flu. Yeah. 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 So, so just eat. Alice eat, was eat, eat. Alice was feeling terrible um, when we got back from vacation, and she uh, made homemade chicken noodle soup. 
Why, wh- and she's feeling bad, has, why did you make her cook? She's such a good cook. She's, <laughs> she's fantastic. You, you wouldn't want me to cook it. It wouldn't be any good. So she makes this. Uh, but I had to go buy all the recipes. And we're talking like I had to get like fresh uh, basil. He had to go to the store, Toby. It's and all right. Thyme, and it was brutal. <laughs> it probably like Kroger delivered it. Ooh, it was rough. Anyway, th- there is healing power in chicken soup. That's, no doubt. I mean, that's a real thing. Yeah. So even if you don't ha- can't make it, like go somewhere, order it online, you know, Uber it in, what, Uber eats it. Get chicken noodle soup, and then if you've got T.J. Perry kind of money, go find one of those hydrate places that come to your house and give you an IVs. IV. Get the vitamin C. Have you done that? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Alice like, swears by it. You have them come to your house? We have them come to the office sometimes. We'll offer it to I've our employees. I've never heard of Stop. this. Pause. Stop. What? Never why, heard of this. why would you do this? Oh, he feels. Oh, I, I'm yeah. asking, like, are you feeling run down and you say, let's dial up some IV? Or yes. what, what is the benefit yes. of it? Yes, if you're feeling run down. Or, like, before we, uh, like, when we got back from vacation, we were feeling run down. And we're just like, hey, we got to get going. We need just to feel better. Let's boost up the immune system. Let's not get sick if we get tired. You get hydrated. You throw some vitamin C in there, some vitamin B in there. So a person shows up at your house or your place of business, pops a needle in your arm. Yep. And and what does it take? A half hour? Yeah, forty five minutes. Yeah, what? and then you're feeling better. John, what do you pay for this? Well, Alice pays for it, so I don't really know prices. Well, I mean, that's I don't want to ask. Next time, I think call me. I'll bring I you think, a Gatorade and an emergency, and I'll only charge you ten bucks. Well, first of all, you, you're correct. That is fair, but it, I'm telling. If you got the flu, though, right? I mean, we're talking about yeah. a guy with the flu. Right. If you're in that depth, of, if you're in the depth of despair and you feel really crappy, yeah. I'm telling that's you, that's like, when I would think you would dial up an IV. Okay, yeah. So you can not. Do, I, I just got back from vacation. I don't do it all the time. I've I, got a little too much of a I don't, tan. I don't do it all the time. I really yeah. don't. I, that's a thing. Alice does get fired up about. I don't do it all the time. I'm telling you, for this guy with the flu, chicken soup, and if you feel really bad, you might want to consider it. What get a it, world we What a world we live in. Somebody <laughs> could come to your house and give you an IV. I've seen like that on like uh, what what show was uh, was some some. Uh, Real estate show we were watching. So one of those trash TV shows a while yeah, sure. back. Like at a party, all the girls got uh, IVs. They sat oh, around in a circle and they all so got their they IVs. Yeah, I thought so, only people like Teddy Lehman did this. Well, I mean, John. Have you Whitson's seen Teddy Lehman? He's like the healthiest specimen of a man you think I've Teddy ever gets seen. Teddy gets IVs. This this has Eichard written all over it. Well, they probably both do. They probably do it together. They, yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. While they're doing their other podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, like Teddy's a. Healthy, healthy human So being. back to the person with the flu. I think we've solved this for you. You need Alice to make you some chicken soup. That's right. Yeah, it's good. You need to hire an IV to come to your house. And I always watch American Pickers when I don't feel very good. That makes me feel better. I, I like I watch, to sit down on the couch and watch American Pickers. I, I watch reruns of the West Wing. Mm-hmm. American Pickers? Aren't they broke yeah. up? Well, yeah, but the show goes on. No. We don't have Frank anymore, but the show goes well, on. Frank yeah. was the show. Um, I played a round of golf yesterday, got a hamburger with fries on the turn. It never got cold. It stayed nice and hot until I finished the 11th <laughs> hole. Glass half full, fellas. You're awesome. Have a great day. I struggle to eat while I'm playing golf. Like, this guy picked up a burger and then kept playing golf. Like, I get it on my hands, and I'm like, I can't concentrate on my golf game because I've got this food I've got to eat and everything. You are the sloppiest eater the way you I have trouble like picking up after. small french fries or anything else. It's like you all – yesterday you got food all over yourself the second you got the Buffalo Wild Wings. That was water. It wasn't food. <laughs> okay. It was water. But I don't eat – like before – if I emcee an event, like the other night they had a, buff, a, bank, uh, a barbecue buffet. 
I don't eat because I know I'm going to get it on the front of me. So I am a sloppy eater. There's no doubt about that. Don't want that, that barbecue stain on your white T-shirt. That's right. Uh, if if Toby thinks Provo and Cincinnati are hornet's nest, we're not ready for 2024. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, no, that's true. But, hey, those are – But I'm just saying don't write them off as easy games because BYU is going to have a decent team. I don't know. Cincinnati I don't think is going to be very good. BYU is going to have a decent team, but the – like their, their environment the atmosphere. Is for, it's very legitimate. It's not. We're not going into a, a K State. It's not size. LSU. It's not Oxford. But they got sixty-eight or seventy thousand people. Like it's a nice stadium. And it'll be a night game. I bet it's going to be fantastic. And they. This is. This is not going to be the biggest game. Uh, you know that some of these SEC schools have ever played. When Oklahoma comes to town, it'll be the biggest game that BYU and Cincinnati have played at home in, in many many moons. Break time. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Welcome back, T-Row in the Morning Show, 8 a.m. hour, brought to you by R.K. Blatt. Been in business since 1952, helping small and medium-sized businesses in Oklahoma and Kansas. Technology solutions, copier, fax, printer, scanner, document management, network solutions, so much more, R.K. Black, 405-943-9800 or rkblack.com. Uh, a couple of texts here on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Big 12 defenses will be a lot softer this season, is what this texter's saying. Hmm. I wonder what their thinking is there. I don't know. Well, we don't, at least as far as Oklahoma's schedule goes, I wholeheartedly agree because we don't play Baylor, K-State, or Tech. Mm-hmm. Which it's weird to put Tech in a conversation of a good defense, but we yeah, saw that they, they maybe better, that's what they're talking about. But we saw that wise. we yeah we saw they let them in sacks, which I don't think I would have guessed that. But those three schools, not having to play those three schools, helps our chances. There were several guys that got you know that went to the NFL, got drafted uh, out of the Big Twelve defensively last year. So maybe they're saying some of the top end talent from a year ago is gone. Uh, TJ, are you looking forward to trying some Schooner L- All-American Ale? That's from Camo Sooner. Uh, I am. I saw this yesterday, the official beer mm-hmm. of the Sooners. Uh, I will be trying it. I'm going to guess uh, maybe hard to find when they first start putting it out. I bet everybody jumps all over it. So, yeah, as soon as I can, I'll uh, I'll give it a try. Toby, hmm. will you be trying the Schooner All-American Ale? Um, it does not go into my diet, no. <laughs> but I will be... Eager to hear your report on uh, on the schooner ale. Yeah, uh, perhaps is, uh, is that something that they sell at the games or is it well, like just in grocery stores? I, I was about to or? ask you that. I bet um, that may be the first time I try it. Maybe as if they have if they have it at the game. But um, I was going to say, uh, Joe, uh, if you're listening, uh, be sure to bring me a six pack on uh, next Friday. So hmm. surely Joe's got access to it. Or right, someone so over there listening from the company, Coop L. So, Joe, just to clarify, I'll take my normal uh, pair of Jordans. <laughs> <laughs> TJ would like a six-pack. Like six okay? <laughs> and there, ladies and gentlemen, and, yeah. is our show. Any time you media types complain about conditions at stadiums and how poorly yeah. y'all are treated and how I had we, to share a booth with how, K-State this year. How weak the buffet is. I'm going to be thinking about Jordans and free beer and say, no, it doesn't. No, it no, doesn't work. I'm not, saying I'm, I'm not saying I'm getting free beer. I'm just asking for it. So. Yeah, we're, we're spoiled. <laughs> uh, 
please, please quit talking about that Chick-fil-A sandwich. You are making me nauseous. Well, uh, I guess, like, some people have a revolting, like yourself, have a revolting. I didn't, I didn't realize this before. I grew up with a lot of pimento cheese in my life. And so I didn't realize how revolting it is to some of you folks out there. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Now here's honey pepper pimento cheese, honey pepper pimento cheese, honey pepper pimento cheese. At, Just trying to uh, gross out the listeners. As we all three know, tastes change as you age. Sure. I have not tried pimento cheese. I bet since um, twelve years old, maybe younger. Mm-hmm. So perhaps if I were to try it again, Ladies I would like and gentlemen. It. On tomorrow morning's show. You want me to buy some and try it on the show tomorrow morning? Yes. I was going to say that. I'll, yes. I'll do that. I'll go buy some today put and try so- it on the show. Put, oh, show put it morning. on soggy white bread. No, no, no. Ritz crackers. Grab yourself Ritz crackers. Okay. glass of turn. vitamin D, full fat milk. Rit- get <laughs> I'm, turning John, I'm turning John's mic off. Get uh, Ritz crackers. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I'll, The best pimento cheese in town is at Red Rock, but you're not going to go get that. So... Just get you some. Go to Crest and get some pimento cheese, and we'll we'll have a taste test on tomorrow's show. Let me know that segment so I can turn the app off. You got to promise to be honest, though, TJ. Okay, I will. All right, boy, it's been a while. Oh, this since is I've very exciting. Tested I, something on a, the air. Uh, pork rinds, ladies I think, was and the gentlemen. Last, pork I rinds, I believe, was the last you. one. I defy you to find a sports radio <laughs> show in this market <laughs> that you're anticipating more than ours tomorrow morning. Uh, the Schooner L will be available in stores and in the stadium. I wasn't sure about the stadium. I knew it would be available in stores. I'm saying I bet it's hard to find in the beginning because everybody's going to want it. So I bet it's going to be very popular is what I'm meaning by that. So, But, yeah, I, it'll be I available hope, in the stores. I hope this isn't an example of like what we were talking about earlier where it tastes way better in the environment in which it's intended. You know, like when you're at the stadium, it probably tastes like, amazing. Oh, Everything L. tastes better this in the stadium. the greatest beer in yeah. the history of beers. And then you, like, go buy a six-pack at home, and you're like, eh, it's, it's beer. You know, it's just whatever. Boy, I'm the, telling you, something about being in a stadium makes everything better. Suggestions yeah. are just flooding on, on where I need to go buy it from today. Well, what Goodness are your gracious. suggestions? Maybe there's a better place uh, than this, Crest. This person loves Crest, uh, the pimento cheese they make uh, at Crest. So, like in the in the listen, deli, deli listen, section, here mm-hmm. this is how you do pimento cheese. Okay, am I going to have to turn your mic off again? <laughs> no, no, no. This will be fine. You, you just go buy some Velveeta and stick it outside. Stop it! Stop it! I turn, de- turn off his mic again. What are some of the rest of your suggestions? Uh, Sam's Clubs uh, pimento cheese is bomb. I've never had. Um, that. So glad I'm a pi- um, uh, not a, pi- a finicky eater. Pimento cheese uh, is the bomb. That's from Mike and Edmund. So Crest Bobby Flay's recipe for fresh pimento cheese. Look it up. I'm You're not, not going to make that. it. I'm not doing yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But can uh, you air fry pimento cheese? I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, there's a Walmart's is pretty good. <laughs> I'm not probably not yeah. going to roll out I to think Walmart. Crest is your best bet I'll go here. to Crest, yeah. Crest is easier. I appreciate to your willingness to step outside your comfort zone for the sake of the show, TJ. The only thing Thank grosser than you. eating pimento cheese <laughs> is listening to somebody talk about eating pimento cheese. And then also to think about all the money you're spending on pimento cheese at Crest, which is like super expensive pimento cheese. The whole thing is just revolting. And where do fine. you shop? I shop at Crest all the time. But okay, what spending, are you worried I'm about? I'm not spending money on pimento cheese. It's like Crest is like some upper echelon. Well, it, I, like, I, I bet it is. Sprouts. I bet your pimento cheese folks aren't buying it at Crest. Okay? And we've got uh, several it, generational wealth texts here about people and that Winco. have home IVs. 
Yeah. Hey, that's about a you get IVs bring, all the bring time. the home IV techs. I don't care. Pimento flavored IV next time. Yeah. You know what? Have higher standards for your life, Oklahoma. All right. Stop <laughs> eating pimento cheese and get yourself an IV and feel better. Okay. Stop it. Jeez Louise. Uh, someone called in a while ago and reminded me off the air of, uh, do you remember the lunch meat pickle loaf? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I never ate it, but I remember looking at it. <laughs> my, my papa, y'all want a pickle loaf sandwich? <laughs> pickle loaf. Is that still a thing? I don't know. I just remember him eating it all the time. <laughs> and he had this sandwich spread he would put on there. Oh, my gosh. Uh, like, no thing. I would always poke out the olives or whatever. All this. <laughs> it's got holes in it. You just make it the bologna. <laughs> I would rather sniff Bevo's. Uh, I can't read that. Then ingest pimento cheese. Says. <laughs> so would the Boomer Bevo podcast. That's <laughs> yeah. uh, several suggesting that olive loaf. Okay, pickle loaf. Olive loaf is maybe olive what loaf. Was called. Yeah, yeah, okay. that's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, put pimento on your burger without regular cheese. Uh, is what someone's suggesting. That here. sounds really good. See, I think that's the genius <laughs> of the Chick Fil A sandwich. Is is it's a different flavor cheese, and so, yeah, pimento cheese on a burger would be really good. Uh, <laughs> one, one or two more. We're, we're, I'm about pimentoed out. <laughs> Costco, uh, Aldi's, there's, uh, there's so many pimento cheese things coming in. Uh, Costco again, so uh, I'll go to Crest, people. In other words, thanks I'm to the I'm not driving listeners. to Reba's either in Atoka. Thanks, though. <laughs> Reba's, I bet that's good. <laughs> I bet that's good. In other words, thanks to our listeners, TJ, we have figured out that you can get pimento cheese at grocery stores. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, break time. We're going to talk to John about his fine establishment here at Brown O'Haver next. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right, welcome back. Coming down the home stretch on a uh, Tuesday, we're at Brown O'Haver today. We've got a uh, special guest that's going to join us in a second. But first, the More War is this weekend? The More War Run is the, this weekend? The More War Run, uh, which is Is really, the More War this weekend? Or is it – Yeah, I don't think the season starts for another week, right? I think it starts another week, yeah. yeah. I think it starts another week. But the, Or is it this weekend? No, two weeks. When's the More War Run, Kevin? We've got to do it. The run is this weekend. It is this weekend. Yeah. The it's, run. It's yeah. Saturday morning. The Moore War Run is Saturday morning. Brown O'Haver. But the football game, is that this weekend? No, no? I think okay. it's next weekend. Okay. Or the following weekend. Um, listen, oh, Moore has had, the Moore War Run has had us man this water stop for probably over 10 years. You're very proud of this. It's the best run water stop of any water stop in the history of water stops of any run ever. We kill We're it. We're talking New York City Marathon, oh, Boston Marathon. Boston Marathon, any Olympics that have ever been run. Tour de France. Uh, it's, it's fantastic. And, you know, it's a 5K, so you really need a water stop. Like, these professional runners are, like, begging for a water stop on these 5Ks. And not only are we a water – we're the second water stop. So by the time they get to us, it is like w- they need to see a high level of service. Will you also be dedication. offering IVs at the stop? Maybe. That's a great. That's a great idea. We'll consider it. Yeah, Seems absolutely. Like that would slow slow people down. Well, a bit, you know. Maybe. So we're ready for it. My man Kevin's here. He'll be there. Our whole office will be there. What makes it so great? We involve the kids. We usually make signs. Um, there's donuts for us. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> we are eating donuts as people are running past is us. Is it all water or is there Gatorade? No, it's all water. Okay. It's all water. You don't want to get all sticky. Yep. That's no, right. nobody wants that. So it's all water and, um, and they make it really easy. They don't even, we don't even have to bring the water. Like they, they provide the water and the cups. We just show up and we just they kill just it. hand it to the people. We just kill it. Okay. Kevin and I are usually on trash duty. We're like the collector when they throw it down on the ground. Yeah. We've got the the big plastic bags and we're putting trash. I appreciate rest. that. Yeah, yeah. We're like the leave trash it like man. you found it, like Army football. Hundred percent. Yep. Hundred percent. Then we take a picture afterwards and post it for for uh, self congratulations. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, helping out in the community, charitable organizations, stuff like that. Always important to you guys. Oh, we love it year I mean, round. I'm really. joking about it, but we love this stuff. I mean, this is this is why. We've talked about it before. This is why we're in business is to be able to have fun things like this within the community and to have community partners that count on us to do stuff just like we count on them to do stuff. So it's a lot of fun. It's a great organization. If you're looking for a 5K to run this Saturday, this is a fun one. Um, you got all the all three high schools are represented, and it goes to a lot of different you know, charities. What time the race start? Seven. Okay, so we're we're avoiding the heat of the day. Oh yeah, it's yeah, gonna be fine. It's good. gonna be fine. So yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. And uh, I yeah, be out there and stop by if you're if you're not trying to run a, a PR, stop by the water stop and say hi. Have, take your time, enjoy some water. Might have a donut for you. Okay, don't forget, folks. Fire, theft, tornado, water, whatever the case. Brown O'Haver can help you. Four zero five seven three five fifty five ten. Look, you look up on Facebook. You got a lot of great examples there Absolutely. of how you've helped people. All kind of stuff. Kevin is with us also. Kevin Sarkeesian is the co-host of the Boomer Bevo podcast with you, right? I think he goes by Kevin Ewers right now. Ewers, Ewers, yeah. my bad. Kevin I Q, thought it was Sarkeesian. Kevin Q. Ewers okay. is his new nickname. Hey, call me what you want. It's all right. I'll yeah. be mad to you. 49-0, I get it. See, this is the problem. The <laughs> problem with the – so we are the hosts of the Boomer Bevo podcast. Uh-huh. We're exclusively dedicated to covering OU and Texas football. The problem is it started last year – and that was a really crappy year to start a podcast. For you. Especially an OU Texas yeah. podcast. Because anytime I make an argument, he doesn't even have to say. He just comes back to 49-0. And it's, it's a pain. Right. And you know how it is, man. You yeah. Know how it is. I remember the Caleb Williams comeback, the greatest sporting event of the history of my life. How's the podcast going for you guys? Is it taking off like a rocket ship for it's you? It's been great. It's a lot Can of fun. Can you walk down the street of more? I walked down the street of more. I lived in Norman when I first moved here. Right. So. But you're not bombarded for autographs and no, pictures and yet. all that kind of stuff. Not yet. Yeah. They usually yeah. hate. They hate me. Tell folks what it like. Obviously, it's about OU Texas. Yeah, we well, man, we what just if, get on like we're going to have let's this. Sell this thing here. This week, we'll be doing a Texas season preview, and we'll do an Oklahoma season preview. And when the season starts, we'll do two a week. We'll preview the games that are coming up, and then we'll do a post-game recap on Sunday. We try to give as much fun fan information as you can get. So if you're looking for kind of a primer on both teams, kind of want to know what's going on, listen to some trash talk. Kevin has some outlandish sports takes, especially when it comes to uh, Texas. So if you just want to hear some ridiculous discussions of sports, right. this is your podcast. How are you feeling about the Longhorns this season? You know, I feel pretty good, Toby. I mm-hmm. haven't for a while now. But this year is the year I think that they can get it done in the Big 12. Why? Well, I look at the returning talent. Mm-hmm. I look at the traje- trajectory Quinn of the program. Quinn Ewers coming back. Yeah, we love yep. Quinn Ewers, right? He's got to improve, but I feel like he will. He lost First to running starter. back. Lost a historically good running back, but I like the depth that we have there. What I really love is a wide receiver room that we have. I feel like it rivals any wide receiver Xavier room in the Worthy. country. Exactly. A.D. Mitchell. Wh- transfer. Yeah, Jordan Whittington is yeah. back. A.D. Mitchell, the transfer from Georgia. What's the tight end's name? He's a monster. J.T. Sanders. Ugh. Yeah, I feel like he's 
the second best tight end in the country behind Brock Bowers, of course. Right. And the biggest thing for Texas, though, is the offensive line. Five returning starters. They've got uh, Kyle Flood, the offensive line coach, does a really good job of developing his players. I think that's the difference between this Texas team and past Texas team. We've always had talent at the skill positions, other, you know, in the secondary, but we're in the trenches this year, finally. And I think that's the difference between, you know, eight and four, potentially a Big 12 championship this year. Sounds confident, John, and he's making a lot of good points No, this is the problem. problem. How can you counter this? The problem with Kevin is he's the most rational Texas fan you'll ever meet, right? So it – it's like you kind of get sucked in. He's you know? hard to get mad at because yeah. he's a nice guy and he speaks of the soft voice. And you're listening to it and you're like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. this kind of makes sense. And he's then, almost won me over here. But then I come back and say, this is Texas and you have to hate them. Like all of this stuff he's saying doesn't make. make any sense. Mm-hmm. When, you label the, when you put the Texas logo behind all the stuff he just said, you realize this can't happen. Do you They're eat terrible. at the Longhorn Steakhouse? No, I don't eat it. Thank no. you very Gosh, much. Come on, Thank dude. You. Do you eat there? I, I bet you have know. a membership there, don't you? I, I've never been. You've never been? Nah. Huh. Okay, that's surprising. Now, here's the nice thing about Kevin. His wife has two degrees from the University of Oklahoma. He has to watch every Oklahoma game, so he is well invested in She's the Oklahoma She's a big Sooner fan? She is. Yeah, her whole family is. Wow. Here's the thing. I don't mind watching you guys play because I love college football right. right now. I may be secretly rooting for you guys to lose, but I still watch. And I can give a rational breakdown of OU before or after the season. So. Uh-huh. How, how has this affected the marriage? You know, it hasn't at all. She knew what she was getting into. I knew what I was getting into. I mean, I moved here. Right. From, you know, grew up in Texas. I now live here. And when I moved here, I moved straight to Norman. We lived a mile from campus. Do you so, guys go to the game together, the OU Texas game together? We have before. How'd that yeah, go? Yeah, which one they go to? Well, we went to the 2020 game, which Texas lost because Tom Herman. Four overtime game. Four overtime game, mm-hmm. yeah. Because Tom Herman just refused to go for two against an exhausted OU defense. That's true. Yeah. And decided to go toe to toe with Lincoln Riley. So, bad move there. Right, and how, how did it go for you guys? You know, it was fun. Mar- maritally. Yeah, you, no, you know, it was counseling all right. Counseling afterwards It was or all right. You know, this whole decade, you know, it, it, it's horrible, but we've lost OU a lot. So, right. you know, I kind of went in there expecting. Children? It. No kids yet. No kids. Okay, that's yeah. going to be interesting. It is going to be very interesting. Right. So, I'm the biggest football fan in, you know, in the entire family. So, we'll see. We'll see. They'll be heavily influenced both ways. They'll be living here. But they'll have a dad that is pretty much Texas obsessed. So we'll see how it goes. Boomer Beeville podcast Boomer avail- Beeville. available wherever you get podcasts. Well, wherever you get podcasts, but specifically, we get the most love and the most views on the KREF Podomatic page. Uh-huh. So when you go to look up a, if you're a listener out there and you're looking up a segment from OU, like when Toby breaks down, you know, his top 25 countdown or has an interview or whatever the case may be, you'll also spot a Boomer Beeville podcast on there. Please give it a listen, give us a like, share with somebody. Um, this is our second season. Um, I'll be candid. We had some production quality issues the first year. We were learning how to do this thing. So Thank you, you for being honest. So if you tried this early, come back and try us again because we've gotten a lot better at it, and we feel really good about it, and we're excited for this year. I have year. a recommendation. We're ready. I think uh, the name of the podcast should depend on who won the game the previous year. That's stupid. That's a stupid idea. I think so. I think <laughs> that's the worst idea I've ever heard. I think until this upcoming <laughs> game, it should be the Bevo Boomer podcast. No, I think Toby's on to something here. No, this is yeah. terrible. This is, uh, this is horrible. And no. then if, if OU wins it, then you, ch- you flip it back. And, no, I, 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 like, I like the sound yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I bet you like that and pimento cheese. Just go ahead and get after both he of does. them. He does. He said during yeah. the break he likes pimento cheese. I'm going to try the sandwich. What, what, what does it hurt to try it? See, this is what I'm talking about. It's terrible. you got to try it. If, it. if you hate it, then you hate it. You move on. I know I hate pimento this cheese. This is the kind 
kind I'm of... I'm 44 years old. This is the kind of synergy you can hear every week, ladies and gentlemen, on the Boomer Bevo podcast. Uh, you can pretty much count on Kevin to have the least... Uh, the most ridiculous takes in the history of the world. He gets bombastic. He gets excited. He says things off the cuff, and you're uh-huh. like, where did this come this from? This is coming from you? Where you can get me. I, I try to be measured. I try to give a balanced approach I, to the I, OU football team. I believe that I, a lot. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that if that's what you want, then this is the podcast for you. Fly Boomer off, Bebo he's, podcast. He's known as Fly Off the Handle Kevin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. insane. It's, it's childish. I have we, my moments. <laughs> I have my moments. Break time. Chris Plank joins us to wrap up the show next. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. It is time for The Crossover with Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Brought to you by Orthostat. Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Orthostat, convenient orthopedic care. Seven days a week, no appointment needed. Now, with the crossover, here's Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. All right, time to cross it over as we welcome in now the national championship play-by-play voice of OU softball, our own Chris Plank. Good morning, Plank. What's up, T-Row? How are things out of Brown O'Haver today? It's been a fun morning. Always fun to hang with my uh, man, John. I am a fan of the Boomer Bevo podcast, especially yeah. after OU wins and Texas losses. So I encourage everyone to check it out. It's a fun one. <laughs> it's listen. a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. What's on your mind today, man? I am uh, – you guys talking much about the Michigan thing with Harbaugh? No, not at all, actually. The three-game ban, self-imposed ban. Right. Is that what you're referring to? Yeah. Yeah. What's on your mind about it? They're really going to hammer him, aren't they? I mean, if if Michigan is saying, all right, we'll suspend him three, then I, I don't think it's just going to be the NCAA saying, all right, instead of four, here's five. I mean, could we be talking about like six to maybe even eight? If they're, if they're throwing three out there, in my mind, that – that tends to lead me to believe that the NCAA is wanting to drop a much bigger hammer than maybe we even realized. Am I reading too much into it? So, okay, so remind me here yeah. because I'm thinking back. I thought the NCAA already gave him a four-game ban. Right. And then Michigan said, we reject that. It was and the so NCAA to... that said, we reject that. So oh, the four-game so ban. So where did the four-game ban come from? Right, that was – and again, you got to remember – these were all the reports, right? The, the Pete Thamels of the world, the Ross Dellingers, our Adam Schefters in college football that were reporting they had agreed upon a four-game suspension. Okay. And then the NCAA came out and was like, yeah, no, there's no agreement here. And okay. this isn't – and in fact, the, <laughs> the story he said – I mean, the NCAA, who doesn't allow you to talk on these issues – remember Jim Harbaugh couldn't talk about it at Big Ten Media Days – the NCAA actually sent out a statement. And in the statement it said – this is not about a cheeseburger, which was fantastic, but they, I mean, they might not have a resolution on this from at least what you know, the Michigan people are saying until like the end of the year. If even then, this could go into next year. Do we have any rumors or speculation about what it is about if it's more than the cheeseburger? This uh, lying to the NCAA. So it was, it was basically he got busted. 
But for, about the cheeseburger or yes. more than that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently. So it is about a cheeseburger. Right. The NCAA is like, no, it's not. And we're like, I think it kind of is, guys. The cheeseburger had pimento cheese on it. So it, oh. was, it had a little extra. It had a well, little nobody extra. told me that. <laughs> nobody told me that. So, yeah, that's the uh, – I don't know. I just – So you're thinking if Michigan's offering up three, that must mean this thing the NCAA is be... wants way more than three. And, and so – now, how this could affect the OUs of the world and where my mind goes, all right, Does the is the NCAA trying to become the BMOC again, right? Is this going to be an enforcement era to where not only when they get a handle on NIL that they really start going after some of those places that have just completely and totally looked past what the rules are right Then you now. drop the hammer next week. <laughs> <laughs> my, my thing is, quit punishing these dudes a year or two later when they build these incredible classes. This is the year he's expected to win and win big. Yep. Drop the hammer Drop now, suspending for six or seven games in the year he's expected to win. I like, I just, I think, I wonder if in general this I is the I feel like six new, or yeah. seven games is too many for a hamburger. <laughs> pimento cheese or no pimento cheese, you know? This like, comes, I feel like there's got to be something more I think to this. he hid stuff surrounding some of these burgers and things. Well, I mean, I'm it's sure a there burger, is. It's burger, but he, like Chris said, he lied about a lot of it. He played dumb to a lot of it, and they have proof that he knew a lot of the stuff that they asked him about. But so. here's my question, though, and not just – to me, when I say how it affects in Oklahoma, I pull back further, guys. I think, all right, are we entering the enforcement era? So is the NCAA now they've already tried to say your state laws don't matter – we're going to be bigger than that in the NIL world. Could this end up being the first step of the NCAA trying to bolster itself back up and being the enforcement arm that they've often said they don't want to be? Can I give you an unpopular opinion? Go ahead. I hope so. Wow. I, and I hope so in this regard. Somebody, NCAA or otherwise, needs to get control of college sports before this thing gets worse. Like, it is so Wild West right now that I don't care who it is, somebody needs to stand up and say, I'm in charge. No more hamburgers! <laughs> Here's the rules. I, you know, there, we have some stupid rules, so we can adjust, adjust some of those. But somebody needs to step up and say, here's the rules. Everybody plays by these rules, or there's punishments to pay. So mm. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, uh, I don't mind that. I like it. I like it unpopular opinion of the day. Chris, have a great show. Toby, have a great Tuesday, man. Thank you. Thank you to John Whitson and Alice and the great folks here at Brown O'Haver for hosting us today. Again, you can get in touch with them. 405-735-5510. You may not need them now, but you will someday or you'll know somebody that will. So make sure you remember Brown O'Haver. Have a great Tuesday, everybody.